about and talked about, but there's a little bit of truth in it, that if it's me versus you, it's always going to favor you. Well, I mean, there's right-minded people out there. Also, sheeps and dummies. <laughs> and dickheads. So I guess we've got two sides to every coin, or in this case, three sides. Turn around and it's Joe, my neighbor. Hey, Joe, how are you, man? Did he lose any loved ones in the recent past? I don't think so. Okay. If he did, he didn't lead with it. Okay. Hey, Steve, good to see you. Daughter died last (laughs) last December. Another dead one. I blame you. Um, the one next to them, currently for sale. The one next to them. Was that death related or just? Yes. Uh, okay, that's death related. Yeah, death house. Yeah. Probably died in the house. Carry it with you. It's like a stink. Right, so. Everywhere Steve goes, the stink of death follows. Still very hurtful. Very hurtful. The numbers happen to be on my side in that instance. <laughs> They're going to rebound. <laughs> well, look, at this point, look. Steve, the death numbers for the for your living area can only improve. Look, if there's one thing I've I've learned from watching the news these past couple months, yeah, those numbers aren't accurate. Everybody's lying. Everything is fake. And there is, uh, there's no truth to anything that the media is reporting. <laughs> Not one bit. Boy, did your headphones just die too? Yeah, yeah my headphones went out. I, I got a uh, little in my right yeah, and I got uh, crunching in my left. That's right. We're going to fix this right, right now. Yeah, right, uh, me, uh, right here on the, jiggle the cords. Yeah. Gee, who would have thought that after Hurricane Toby blowing through here a couple weeks ago, knocking everything onto the ground. That would have done this. That we'd have some issues. But we digress. Yes, Steve. Un, uh, unresolvable issues. <laughs> Are they? Okay. Yeah. Well, I got a, You know, I got a strong right ear. I'm good. I'm yeah. just gonna. Just... I mean, listen. This is the way like DJs <laughs> play too. You know, you just you pop the left yeah. left one off because I like to hear how I sound in the room too. <laughs> you know, yeah. so. Anybody who has two earphones on, you're just clearly an idiot. You don't, you obviously don't need that. Uh, that's excessive. It is Saturday, May 23rd, 2020, the year of our Lord. It's the Stephen Kyle podcast. Once again, from APS 3.2, otherwise known as the sunroom. Yeah. And I love it. I think that this will be our permanent home at least for the next four or five months. We were well, talking about it before we started. I, I love it out here. I think we could today. We could probably even crack a window open, get a little right. little breeze going through here. This is nice, though. Last week, not so great with the with the rain. Right. That that's the um, downside is that when we run into uh, West Michigan monsoon, which is pretty rare. Yeah. Uh, that it's going to sound different on our end sure. for people listening. So yeah, and even it, last week because once we finish recording the episode, yeah, not to get too in the weeds on it, but I do some slight editing and have to put it's called compression that kind of evens everything out. Like if say you're a little bit low or I'm a little bit high, it kind of evens us out. But what it also did was it pulled up all of that background noise of the rain to the point where it was completely drowning us out. 
So if last week's episode sounded a little bit different, that's why, because I took that, I, I didn't put that compression on there because I listened to it. I tested it and I was like, nope, can't do that. That complete, it would have been an hour and 20 minutes of right. rain. We've, we've been relatively lucky. And I say that even including the rainstorm last week, temperature wise though, which is a bigger concern for you and I, mm-hmm. right? Like the listeners obviously don't really care. Um, I think, I you know, cracking windows, cracking doors. I'll be curious how that plays when it's 90 whatever out, right? Yeah, yeah, we could be... Um, you and I just shirtless, <laughs> yeah. just mopping our foreheads. <laughs> we're, we're both sitting in a baby pool. Just, the same baby pool, of yeah, course. Oh, absolutely, yeah. We're both splashing our feet around, <laughs> talking in microphones that are, you know, hanging off of the mm-hmm. same chairs, leaning over yep. the pool. Yeah. Um, I do like it out here, though. If we can, if we can keep the temperature in check. Yeah. I think this is. I don't know. It's a whole different world. We've always broadcast from like dungeons, basically. Right. Except and for we, those first, what twenty episodes or so of the podcast and, when we were doing it at uh, at the landlord's house. Yep. Yep. And one point I mean. The mecca that was 2.0 is going to be hard to repeat. The, the carpet tiles, the yes. everything we had around it, the, the table. I mean, it was... It was, you know, looking back, though, it was a little too sterile. You it think was a, so? It was a little too clean. Well, we didn't really... What did we spend in there? 30-some episodes? I think so. We didn't really have... As soon as we got set in there... You guys were discussing the idea of moving. So yeah, I think we, we moved really... in there in uh, February, maybe. Yeah, and you were and gone in. We were we moved out of that house in late August, early September, I think. Right. Well, we moved in. I think we moved in here in late September. So yeah, so we didn't really take the time because we knew it wasn't worth it by the time to start to decorate. Right. Right. And now we've got all the good ideas for APS yeah. four including... Like we had we had a Rocky poster hanging up. Yeah, we had the Rocky poster. We've listen. We've got so much uh, stuff sent to us from listeners and 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 uh, friends of the show, Steve. That APS four is going to be a designing project. Because <laughs> yeah, we, we might have to hire uh, if anyone out there is a interior decorator. We'll no. just we'll take pictures of everything we have, and then you just send us back a picture of where they yeah. <laughs> where they should all go. I will only accept Joanna Gaines. <laughs> yeah, I feel like. We need to set our, our bar high. We're going to show her that, you know, 12 by 12 room. Mm-hmm. And uh, eight by nine. Eight by nine room. <laughs> We're gaining like uh, 10 square feet over the last place. The last place, I think, was seven by nine. And But uh, but the last place was fine. It was perfect. It was like exactly. Size-wise for you but, and I, it was perfect. By the way, I apologize. We mentioned Rocky. If I can change, and you can change, everybody can change. We can't mention Rocky without mentioning uh, the the speech that single-handedly ended the Cold War from Rocky IV. The Italian Stallion, Steve. That's mm-hmm. what you're talking about right there. The, yeah. uh, well, I mean, two guys in a ring beating each other up is better than like $50 billion. No question. Mm-hmm. No question. Can't argue with, with Rocky's logic. Thank you, Rocky. Yeah. Thank you, Drago, for willing to be for being willing to put an end to that. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, you know, I we've been talking about making like a... Like a memorabilia shelf, yeah. For some of our like stuff, a, because, a curio cabinet. Yeah, we've got we've got the Cliffy bobblehead signed by Cliffy yep. himself. We've yep. got uh, we got some other merch that we picked up at um, at the Cheers Bar in yep. Boston. Yep, and we've also I think got, we each have a do we have pint glasses? I, thought, I, I thought do there, have a glass. I thought at there home. were pint. I think mine is in my uh, it's in my 
studio box that I packed up and, okay. and haven't unpacked in That's a good question. I have one. I need to dig that out when I get home, make sure uh, yeah, I paid money for it mm-hmm. and should look into using that. Uh, <laughs> but we also have one of the nicest things I've ever we've ever received. We have a vial of sands from the yep. beaches of Iwo Jima. Yep. And... We also have a Hot Wheel postal car. <laughs> yeah. I believe that's the Jeep, uh, like D five. I think they were called, or like the sixties, or what was yeah. it? Or was it? It was way back. Well, when they, they, they those, right. I mean, those things. The style on them. They've been. It's kind of like the Volkswagen Beetle, where it hasn't changed. It didn't change from like nineteen forty three until they stopped making it in like right. two thousand two. Right. It just maintained. They just kept stamping them out and and. Uh, so feeding them out to people. So obviously by 2002, like that, and you're, you're, you're a Jeep guy. Obviously that's why mm-hmm. I bring it up to you. They like the sales were bad enough that uh, Hey, it's this old design. People aren't buying these anymore. They want the new looking Jeeps. How long does it take though? Because you've had this experience when you're looking for uh what's the, uh, what's the truck you're looking for? Are you worried? Oh, the Comanche, for? the Comanche. You've had that. What's the timeline now? Is that Jeep back in vogue? The like the male Jeep? Yeah, like that 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 design or that body style that Yeah, I mean it depends. Personally, I think they're like they're always cool to me. Cuz like, it's been they, 18 years now and I don't know, by the way. I I'm not sure if that's the year like Oh, that, but but yeah. that that whatever. Let's call it 15 20 years yeah. since it's been shut down and the way automobiles go is now those are it'll, probably cool it'll probably again. come back yeah right well you know well there was that um, there was that time when like back in the early two thousands when Chevy was putting out those like retro looking like the HHR pickup truck those that kind of ugly that box looks, things yeah and yeah. then like the the PT Cruiser was big yep. because it looked like an old panel uh, panel truck or panel van yeah um, but yeah I I don't know I like that I like old stuff I think it. I think it looks cool and it has a lot more style than new stuff in, in a lot of cases. So does that mean my 1999 two-door Chevrolet Cavalier mm, uh, is now boy. back in style? Cavalier? Was it a, Was it at least a Z24? Steve, it was my first car. No, it was white. <laughs> and it was rusting on the hood. Wait, what year was it? 99. 90, okay, then I, I, I think I knew probably three dozen people that had that exact yeah, it car. Yeah, was a white 99 Cavalier. It was rusting on the hood. So, of course, but what you do you do probably, when you've got a You probably rust? loved it, though. You probably thought it was... Like, no, I hated it. Actually, by the, by the end of me having that car, I was so ready to but, have four doors on my car. But when you first got it, though... What's your first car, right? When you first got it, like, you did. how many times did you drive over... Are there any pet boys around here? I don't think so. Yeah. Not it, that I know of. For, anyway. for me, it was like... I had my 86 Pontiac 6000. Yeah. And I swear I'd go to Pep Boys three times a week just to like walk down the aisle with a, uh, with like the neon glow things and uh, like chrome exhaust tips. Just thinking like, Oh yeah, this is going to be sweet. I wanted to get um, the, the windshield sticker, like the sticker that would go across the windshield yeah. that said Pontiac. That was obviously meant for like a firebird or something, obviously. but I wanted it. On my six thousand. <laughs> no, here's what happened though, Steve, with my nineteen ninety nine two door Chevrolet Cavalier that affectionately referred to by uh the women in my high school as the chick magnet. <laughs> sure. Yeah. They, they brought, were just oh, walking damn. by and like, Oh my damn, god, is that Kyle? Who's gonna flirt with Kyle? Who's today? driving the chick wagon? The chick the chick wagon chick- pulling in. <laughs> we, who's who gets their 
who's going to take their shot with Kyle today. Look at that full head of hair. <laughs> I see you strutting down the hallways, spinning your keys yep. with your little cavalier keychain. Yep, running my fingers through my wavy oh, hair. Philip, <laughs> Philip, please. <laughs> Where? Yep, you know I probably got a. Uh, Chevy owner shirt on like like Team Cavalier <laughs> yeah your shirt says damn right it's a Cavalier yeah <laughs> want to ride um, what I did Steve was obviously it had rust on the front so the last mm-hmm. few years of me owning that what do you do when there's rust on the front of the hood and you don't want to oh, fix you just, it you do some body work on your own yeah you throw a bra on it <laughs> Now, for those not familiar, uh, no, Kyle was not putting women's undergarments on the front right. of his car uh, because we all know that he was as far as could possibly be from that. I didn't even know what those were, Steve. <laughs> I'll say that. I didn't even didn't even know how those um, worked or what they were. Um, no, this was a piece of it, it was like fake leather, yeah. right? Like black. That molded to the front end. Yep. So like you'd goes hook over. it under the hood yeah. and it would have cutouts for, uh, or no, not even cutouts because it was just on the hood. So the headlights would still be the same. Yeah. And yeah. It would oh, just... yours didn't even cover the front bumper? I don't think so. No, oh, I didn't man. go full one. I think that's the first poll this week. Did your first car have a bra? <laughs> we'll put that on there. But I had that. But before that, what I had done to it, because... I think you're right. The more I think back on it, Steve, I was, but it's your first car, right? But you're I was proud, proud you're, of it, You're right? proud of anything back then. You you probably, um, like when you first got your driver's license. Now, did you have your, did you have your car before you got your license? No. Okay. See, I think with mine, I bought my car like a week or two before I got my driver's license. So it just like, it sat, there it sat out in the driveway. You. I probably washed it 10 times. I couldn't and, have dealt uh, with that torture. But I had the I had an appointment set at Best Buy to get my system installed. Yeah. My system consisting of uh, a, a CD player, aftermarket head unit, CD player, Steve, made obviously. by Sony, Sony uh-uh. or Philips? Panasonic, no Philips, no okay. Iowa, I O W A, no A I W A, Iowa, A I. <laughs> W-A. Uh-huh. Yeah. I had an Iowa head unit in my Pontiac 6000. Boy, I don't know if I want to start on the same path we took <laughs> last week, but I would bet the majority of people don't know what Iowa audio is. No, no chance. No chance. I can't imagine they're still in business. Right. They, probably, that's like, uh, what, they what? probably got the, like, they saw the, the the best buy sheet or like the invoice and they yeah. said, oh, crap, we sold one. It reminds me, and I don't even know if they're still around, Steve, but the automobile company, uh, boy, what was it? Daihatsu? Oh, Daihatsu, yeah. Are they still around? They are. So is Daewoo. Daewoo is still kicking. They're big overseas. Because when, um, it was almost 10 years ago now, when uh, for the side gig, when Joe and I went to London for the royal wedding, we, I believe the car that we rented was a Daihatsu. So they're still kicking and and, yeah. and doing well over there in mm-hmm. Europe. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, but what I did do before the the bra situation even happened on this car, ah, you know, you replace the old, replace the taillights, Steve. Got to get that. Uh, I believe they were referred to as the Euro taillights. Oh, the Al- Alteza or Alteza yeah. taillights. Yeah. Oh, they looked so good. <laughs> oh, it looked so good. So just adding to the lore that was 
was it the chick the chick magnet the chick wagon, uh, the as chick is wagon. What you referred to it as which i think is a better reference than the chick magnet yeah yeah if it was a 99 cavalier it was definitely a chick wagon <laughs> i mean i don't know if i appreciate the implication of it being a wagon like you're you know carrying like a meat wagon like you're carrying <laughs> dead bodies um but yeah i you're right though i i took a lot of pride in that car you do of course when you're that age it's a obviously it's a huge deal when you get your driver's license but that uh yeah that first car i mean that's everything it's so it's so important and there was always the one kid like in my case it was my my a good friend of mine my friend tom uh-huh. he had um he was always a car guy like i'm a car guy now but i really wasn't back then so he was the one that when i think he was 13 he bought a an old chevy nova oh wow and just tinkered with it and worked on it through the years so when he was 17 when he got his driver's license he pulls up to school in his like fully restored Chevy Nova, mm-hmm. which is, I mean, I'm driving a, an 86 Pontiac 6000 and he's got a 73 Nova. Like who's cooler? Definitely not me. That is there, but there were so many of those people in my school that like, like they had, they had planned this out years in advance. Right. Meanwhile, me, it's two weeks before my, I'm getting my driver's license. I'm like, Ooh, I need to buy a car. There's one sitting on somebody's front lawn. Let me offer him way too much money for it. Hey, what that number? Do you want more than that? <laughs> that you have written on the window? I still remember I paid $2,300 for it, mm-hmm. but he had it listed for like 26 or 27 or something. Okay. And I remember going to him. Like, knocking on his door and talking to him. Because, uh, strangely enough, my brother had also bought his first car off the same guy. This was one of those guys that just bought cars, fixed them up, flipped them, sold them for a little bit of a profit. Right. But I remember saying to him, like, um, this was, like, my first lesson in negotiating. Because he had it listed for 26 or 27. And I remember saying, like, I don't know. I really don't think I could give you more than 22 or 23 for it. And he was like, okay, 23. And I'm like... I gave him the option. Yeah, why would he? Oh, okay, yeah, no, you know what? How about 21, sir? How about 21, young kid? I remember my dad saying to me, like, uh, if you're going to negotiate, maybe just throw out one number because they're probably going to pick the higher one if you throw out more than that. Start at the lower Uh, end of where you want to go. and You raise a good point, sir. You raise a good point. The, um, yeah, I, I don't even remember my parents... Like essentially picked the car out for me. I ended mm-hmm. up paying for it, but they found it, and like I paid them for the car essentially. Yeah. But like lump that, sum, or you pay them? Oh, uh, I paid him monthly, Steve. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't making uh, Jack the grocery manager money. Like yeah, you I were was over there in uh, Cinnaminson. Strangely enough, you know what? What paid for my first car? The paper route that I had from the time I was like twelve. Oh, okay, so eleven the- or twelve until like. 15 or 16 because at that point I had only been working at the grocery store probably a year but I mean when you're 13 years old you don't have anything to spend money on right so I'd make like 40 or 50 bucks a week which is huge oh that's massive money for that age and then I would just uh, I just took it to the bank every week put it in the bank and then by the time I was 16 I had a couple grand in there so I could buy buy my first car right so you've 
Threw it in the bank. You got that point zero zero three percent interest. Oh yeah, rate. on that Melon PSFS bank account. That baby just grew from forty dollars to forty dollars and eight cents uh-huh. after six months. Yeah. Steve, congratulations yes. yeah. on your growth. Thank you, thank you. Can't be said enough. Um, which, oh, hang on a second, hang on. Did we get off topic? I mean, <laughs> did we? Let's just throw in a. But we digress, Steve. I. Because I'm a nice person and a good friend. I don't mm. want to forget, and this is the last time I'll see you before sure. we record next week. Yeah. Happy birthday, oh, thank Steve. You. Let me thank be the you. first to say it. Can't uh, be said enough. Thank you very much. By the way, turn around and look out the window. Is uh, Uh-oh. Is, is he out there? No, no, no. Down. Look down, though. Oh, sorry. Like down at the ground. I, don't see, oh. I did just see a motion to that oh, side. Because yeah. Annette sent me a picture. Apparently, was, Toby was just laying right outside of that window, oh. just like oh. staring up oh. at Poor you. Poor guy. <laughs> he did not have the opportunity to bring the hurricane into the sunroom today. No. Maybe next week we'll have to do uh, what we'll the plan is so he can come outside and meet yeah. me before we come into the sunroom. Sure. Um, but yes, yeah, Steve, you're, it's the big birthday this week. Big, this week. massive the big 39, as they call 39 it. 39 years mm. old. So that means, like we talked about last week, Steve, the discussion about mid and late is officially over. Boy, yeah, there's no there's no, uh, no getting around it. There's no inching late around 30s. the late 30s. You're a father for the first time in your I late know. 30s. Uh, you're going to be 80 by the time she's going to college, if my math is right. Pretty close. Yep. Pretty accurate. So now what's the plans? Uh, obviously... Two years running now, I believe. The we we're supposed to go big boy vroom vroom up the sand hill around your birthday. That never. Yeah, I don't even. I don't even think that's open. I don't right? Think it's open. You can't. You can't go to the state park. Um, so the jeep will rest in terms of the the big boy hill this week. Yeah. Yeah. No big boy vroom vroom. Any um, big plans? Because no. uh, you can't go. Obviously, you can't go sit down at a restaurant. You can get takeout, nope. but yeah, yeah. Maybe we'll do something like that. But honestly, we have. No plans whatsoever, right. uh, unless there are plans that I don't know about. But I, I don't think that there are. Guys have been married a few years. Have you gone to the well of, uh, well, we're not going to do gifts for each other for the birthday anymore? Are you planning um, on gifts? or? We usually, let's see, I know that, I know we've got, we each got uh, something for each other last year. Okay. So as far as you know, that's still a go. You're, oh, you're planning on some gifts? I am planning. I expectations are through the roof now that i got a daughter in the mix i mean yeah, you gotta listen you she better almost, be spending hundreds should almost be asking for two gifts look nobody makes her smile more than dada right you know every night before bed when we do dance 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 uh-huh she loves it so time to pay time you know, to pay up baby lou it's kind of remarkable how quickly you can turn into dad because uh, I notice, I've noticed that a, a lot of times, and we've talked about this, the transition from where we were and obviously becoming parents, which to a lot of people is boring, but I'm hopeful to some people is interesting Relatable. that yeah. you know they can follow along as we go through this for the first times. Uh, I noticed this week when I revised the lyrics to Semisonic's Closing oh, Time. Oh, there you go. You came up, you're doing dad songs. To Bedtime. <laughs> And you can you for, can for you sing us a couple bars? I, I man, I forget the lyrics. Wait, so it's closing sing. time. Uh, close up all your doors and let yourself out into the world. Something sure. like that. Uh, hold on, hang hold on. on. I cannot. 
Oh man, I had a real good opener, and I can't remember it right now. I'm sorry. Closing. T- okay, well here we got a. This is from the karaoke website Kara Fun. Oh wow! <laughs> this is a blast from the past, right? Yeah. All right, I'll cue you. I don't know the lyrics. <laughs> this is just open on the chorus. Two. I still don't one. know the words. Closing, Closing time. <laughs> it's the next one. We need the jumbotron for this, man. This isn't the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. I haven't heard this song in full in twenty years. <laughs> Yet you you made a karaoke yeah, song. Yeah, mostly the you chorus, made, right? So it's. Uh, Bedtime. Put away all your toys and let the dogs out into the yard. I believe was oh, the there we go. Line. Okay. Um, oh man, I was going though, and it, you know what? To be honest with you, I was so proud of myself, and Katie just totally ignored it. Yeah, no, rolled, probably rolled her eyes. Yeah, there wasn't like a hey, uh, that was really good. Look, if I was there, you know what I would have done? I would have said, "Daddy o, daddy o, couple of dads." That was a real moment where you realized, like, yeah. oh yeah, I've I've gone full. Full yep. dad now, and yeah. I think I think maybe uh, the nighttime. What'd you call it? Dance, 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 dance. Is a that is a daily thing, typically right before bedtime. But look, it can happen at any time. Oh wow! Dance, 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 dance. Dance, 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 dance is not uh, not limited to just bedtime, but it is guaranteed to put a smile on that child's face. And as far as I know, that is my only duty in life is to make that child happy okay and uh so yeah for me it's it's dance 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 and um just non-stop conversations about diapers and poop yeah right that yeah. is the it's like we don't talk about really anything else <laughs> the um let me let me tell you how disappointed you are going to be and how much your heart's going to hurt when dance 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 for the first time doesn't work and the second time doesn't work i'm gonna be crushed because i was trying to explain this to a friend last night around around a little campfire that our nighttime our bedtime routine for reed from start to finish is probably 40 45 minutes whoa but that's like start brush teeth pajamas Mm -hmm. and bottle and book and rock and bed okay yeah so it's so it's not, we're, we're probably not far from that. Yeah. And it's getting shorter now because we developed to the point where after brushing his teeth, after pajamas and after everything, we would, we would walk around his room and to the pets and say goodnight. Mm-hmm. And so I'll hold him and he'll say, you know, goodnight, Watson. Mm-hmm. And he'll wave, he'll wave goodnight, say goodnight to all the stuffed animals, all the stuff. And then I'll we usually do a big game as I pass him off to Katie, or Katie will pass him off to me, so he'll laugh. He'll drink his bottle while we read the books, uh, and typically rock until he's almost asleep, and then I'll put him in his crib. Well, Steve, what's been cut out of that now is the good nights to his stuffed animals are accelerated because he just doesn't care. Okay, he's he won't do he's the over. waves like we, we. So there's a there's a sheep. In the room, mm-hmm. a stuffed sheep, and he'll do bah, he'll do his own okay. bah. Doing some onomatopoeia. Yeah, and so it's great. He's now skipping some of those noises. And what absolutely devastated me in the last two weeks is typically, you know, like I said, you'll have, you'll have milk while you read a book. After the book's done, you'll turn the, the, the lamp off that's on his dresser, and you'll rock for a little bit with the white noise going on. It's, it's a matter of time before he's asleep. Loved it. 
Because he'd just sit there in your arms and see me kind of rub his ears and rub his eyes mm-hmm. and before he'd start stop moving at all and you know, hey, you can put him in his crib. Well, now we finish the book, we finish the bottle and the light's barely off and he's sitting in my arms and he just starts pointing at his bed going, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'll go, do you want to go to bed? Mm-hmm. That's it. He doesn't need dad hmm. anymore. Eight to yeah. 19 months old, Steve, and old Reed doesn't need daddy-o anymore. Yeah. So do you guys rotate back and forth? Yeah. Like, we'll go every Some night. nights Some nights you rock him. Some nights she rocks We're him. We're on a pretty, pretty uh, good schedule of every night. Every other night, I'll do it. Mm. So Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Sunday, Tuesday, Thursday, whatever. Yeah. And the other night, she'll do it. And man takes the wind right out of your sails yeah. when you realize your kid doesn't need you as much as they yeah. did even a I mean, month ago like i get it i know that i am not the priority because oh, sure. she evelyn will have that connection with a net i mean she grew inside of a net yeah so i know that no matter what i do no matter how great i am or how much dance 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 makes her laugh right mom is always going to be priority for her yeah but um yeah, it's so even even already you you still see some things that like, oh man, I thought that it was going to be like this forever, and and then I look back on it, and I'm like, it was only like that for a a month. Yeah, it max. Was, it was such a very short time, but yeah. And part of you hopes, even though if it means more whatever work for you or whatever, you hope it lasts that lay that. Yeah, you hope it that lasts. For as long as it possibly can. Yeah. And a lot of times you don't even realize it until after it's gone. You're like, oh, that doesn't happen anymore. And I kind of miss that. So, yeah. I mean, I remember like just looking back at those first couple of weeks and thinking like, I got this. I got my stuff together. She cries. I do this. I do that. I give her a bottle, change her diaper. No problem. And then it's just like, it's so different. So completely different to how it was back it then. It is, and it's it's constantly changing. You mentioned today and posted a video on your... It, was on, it goes on your personal social media, so anybody who follows you there mm-hmm. can see that she's uh, pretty darn close to she's crawling. She's so close, yeah. yeah so she's, that's uh, a whole other adventure where you now get to look around your entire house yeah. and realize it's a death trap. <laughs> Everything is death. Everything. So did you guys get the little plug-in? You got the plug-ins. We've got the the clips that hook under the drawers so you can't open all the cupboards mm-hmm. and drawers. Um, obviously, uh, all your doors start to get closed if you're in them or not. Yep. Uh, you know, bedroom, bathroom, anything that you can. It's all closed. Uh, gates for mm-hmm. steps, you're going to have those. It, now, we have the, yeah, we have the gate... Um, the downstairs, anyway, we've had it since we moved in, just yeah. to keep the dogs in a certain area of the She'll house. She'll go right underneath that, Steve. Really? Oh, I, listen. There's enough room? Toby can get his whole head and part of a shoulder under there. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I yeah. would bet I would bet uh, little Evie will be able to get under that or stuck under that and cry, and you'll laugh, and you'll think it's adorable <laughs> because... Oh, take a picture of her. her. Yeah, yeah look take... at that, her diaper, and it's, her diaper's too big, so she yep. can't get her back end through there. Yeah, it'll be a Oh yeah, those pictures forever. are going to be gold for the uh, for the graduation open house. The old open house, seventeen and a half years from now. Yep, the picture board that nobody wants to stop by, but they all feel obligated. Yeah, to. maybe a slideshow or yep. something. Yep, it's the same. Th- it's that the the picture book that, the picture wall that nobody wants to stop by. That's very similar to the uh, uh, the wedding guest book thing that mm-hmm. or, the, or the picture. Yeah, I, a lot of people do. I think we did. 
I don't even but know if we did. nobody really wants to stop by and I don't sign think in. That, I don't even know if we have our guest book thing. I don't know if... Yeah, I don't know if we did that at all. Oh, Boy, if we if we did, I haven't seen it. Post that on the poll as well. Do you still have your wedding guest book that people signed into? Mm. So there's something I wanted to get to. I sent you earlier in the week. Mm-hmm. Sent you a picture. Well, I sent you a couple pictures. First of all, I had posted... The other day, I posted... Uh, the pictures of my lawn. I think three pictures of that. Um, just to, going back like two years to when yeah. I completely killed it. Posted it just saying, I still think it's a miracle that this was able to be restored to its former glory. Yeah. And no issues moving forward because the sprinklers are on. The other day, I, I figured out how to get the... How to get them running again? They've ran the oh, last. Oh, so you didn't have come somebody come out and, and no, start no, no. them up? No, because in the spring it's easier. You just turn them on. Right. It's the winter that you need. The winter you, you got to need professionals. Somebody's got to come out with a like a big ass compressor so yep. they can blow all the lines out. Right. So yeah, we are good. We're up and running. They've been running the last couple of days. Everybody's happy. So, um, Annette had said to me when I was at work one day last week. She was sitting out on the deck with Evelyn. She sent me a text. She's like, oh, I think there's a, I keep hearing these, what sounds like little, like little bird noises, like baby birds. I think that there's a, she had looked up in the one tree. She's like, I'm pretty sure there's a bird's nest up there. We should get a birdhouse or something. So obviously not for them. They're already squared away with their nest. Sure. But I was like, I have one. Now I had this in the, in the shed. There's this birdhouse that I built 30 years ago, probably with my grandfather. And um, I don't know that it's ever actually been up in a tree. It just keeps making the move from one place to the next. Your move <laughs> must have been so frustrating for anybody who helped us. Yeah. They're looking well, into the box and they've got 15-year-old Steve rollerblades and a birdhouse from when he was this, eight. This one, though, I don't. I think this was actually at my mom's house, but I'm not sure. I don't know. So I... Um, so Annette was like, Hey, we should get a birdhouse. I'm like, done. I already got one. So the other day I grabbed a bungee cord. I strapped it to a tree and we now, I sent you a picture of it and I said, so apparently we're birders now. Mm -hmm. And, um, but it goes one step further than that because we are just about to get underway with the deck project. Yep. Deck is going to be built. Over the next couple of weekends. Okay, so you've got so that means the rock pit. I'd say my goodbyes mm-hmm. to it today. Well, some of the, some of the rocks are going to remain in a different gotcha. uh, in a different use. Sure, but so Annette said to me last week, she's like, I can't wait until the deck is built and we have like some nice new outdoor furniture, and I can just sit out here and read a book, sip my coffee, and bird watch. And I said. Are you a birder? Because if you are, you're going to get made fun of by Kyle. Yeah. She said, don't care. I just ordered binoculars. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, my God, Steve. You know, we've talked about this before. Binoculars. My wife is a birder now. She's. She's going to become friends with, uh, what's their names, that, that live in back of us. Oh, the, yeah, the, the fake birders? The, uh, the, the preeminent have birder you checked, in the county? Have you checked? No, the, but that's a good reminder, on Steve, E-Bird. to pull that up. Um, um, but they, but, so she, first she said, do you have binoculars? And I said, no. Like, but you're not. We've been together hundred- six years. <laughs> <laughs> there are certain things you don't need to ask. 
Like, I'm not just, just going to randomly look at you one day and be like, hey, do you have a pet parakeet? Because I just know that you don't have a pet parakeet. But no, of course I do not have binoculars. So she ordered binoculars. And while we've been recording, I got the Amazon notification that they were delivered. So I sent her a text. I said, hey, your binoculars are here. She said, my binoculars are here and they're awesome. So she is already... Well, in the last how binoculars in the last half hour, not awesome. Like unless they didn't work. Like I don't think we can call binoculars awesome for simply functioning like they're <laughs> supposed to, right? Like so, you're, you're what's not, her what's her definition of awesome here? Is it simply because they zoom in on things that she couldn't zoom in on before? I don't know. We're gonna have to. We'll have to get a full binocular report. Like, can I go to the dollar store and get her dollar binoculars? Would those also be awesome because they know. work? I'm not sure. Do you think she go name brand Binox or? Boy, I don't. I'm gonna have to. You know, I don't know why I asked that. It's not like I would know the name. Oh brand. yeah, Binocular Co. Uh, Steve, to give you a quick update while you pull that up, your uh, your fake birder neighbor, who again has claimed that uh, she, well, her husband claimed that she is a preeminent birder in the county, mm-hmm. has not been active again, three days. Hmm. Uh, to, and to answer your question. Is Huntry brand good? Oh, everybody talking about the Huntry? Huntry, H-O-N-T-R-Y. Oh, H-O-N. Of course, why would it be H-U-N? Huntry. <laughs> everybody knows that Boy, one, Steve. The, I mean, they they look pretty uh, pretty good, I guess. Uh, your neighbor's main rival. Wait, I don't understand. The, the married couple who also birds in this county, Steve. They were active yesterday. Really? So... Uh, again, just another reason. Uh, huh. What'd they say? Anything good? Ooh, that's like a purple-breasted you know swan or something? You know, it just says where they were. Where were I? Well, no, I don't need to know where they were because I don't oh, care. Oh, I'm sorry. Hang on. Yes, it looks like they saw three morning doves, hmm. two ruby-throated hummingbirds, oh. a cooper's hawk. Uh, I'm not co- going to go through all of them. There's 36. Jeez. They did see a five American gold finches, though. That this sounds not... like a Christmas song. <laughs> Five gold finches, one. One downy woodpecker. <laughs> Four blue jays. A ruby crowned kinglet. Everybody's talking about them. Very yep. rare. And a partridge in a pear tree. Around these parts. I'm looking at the ruby crowned kinglet right now. It's obviously the Regulus calendula. Sure. That's the identifications. Plain olive with uneven white iring and white wing bars. Oh, look at that. Boy, that is exciting. And then they also have a map of where they are, and I definitely lied to you, Steve. They are literally everywhere but Alaska. <laughs> okay. So, I uh, can find the ruby-eyed so, or ruby whatever. I already forgot its stupid can you, name. Can you type in uh, my wife's name? See. If, oh, we've got to get to find out. <laughs> see if that shows up. I'm going to sign her up right now. <laughs> Listen. We, you we talked should. about oh, this. Oh, God, we should. You, you had said, no, this is obviously before you were uh, dating and married to Annette, but she had told you, like, yeah, you know, I was, she, when she was in college, right? She was like, oh, yeah, I used to party party quite a bit and, you know, have fun. She did. And then you got Birder Annette. I did, yeah. I, this, something similar to this came up last night, too. Uh, we were sitting out, we had our create account. <laughs> we had a date night, which consisted of us just sitting out on the front porch, each having a drink and, um, something that we do not do nearly enough. We've done it like 
twice in the last last week or so. And it's been fantastic because it's after Evelyn's in bed. So we just kind of get to sit down and have conversations like that don't involve right. Evelyn, which is nice. And I think if somebody had given me that advice, like it's really important to do that after the baby because mm-hmm. it's very easy for the baby to become your all consuming. Absolutely. So yeah, we just, uh, we sat out there and, um, and had a conversation and I brought up cul-de-sac movie night, of course. And she just shook her head very similar to how you just shook your head. And I said, what, you're not going to be a part of it. Like you're not going to, you're not going to participate. She's like, I don't want to be inconvenienced by other people. And I just want to go home. (laughs) I was like, it's at our home. She's like, but I'm not just going to be able to go inside. Like how late is it going to go? And I said, I don't know. I mean, it's a movie. I mean, it would have, you know, I don't know. It might go to 10 o'clock. She's like, I don't want to stay up that late. (laughs) Oh my God. What happened? What happened to the partier that I met? Yeah, and it's not like you're itching for like 22-year-old no, and not at falls all. over four nights a week. My God, drinking. I remember when I first met her, there was a night where she was going out like partying with a couple of her friends and they were going to like the line dancing bar. Yeah. And me being um, the guy who wanted to like impress the new chick, yeah. I had told her because it was a work night for me. So she had said, oh, do you want to go line in? No, I don't want to go line dancing. But I said to her, call me if you need a ride. Well, of course, I'm dead asleep by 9 o'clock. Can we talk about, for a moment, that's a token offer. Yeah, it's not one... you're saying it to say the It's not one that you expect to be taken up on. You're, you don't expect that debt to be paid that evening mm-hmm. or ever. It's kind a, of, yeah, it's like like if I was to pass you at Home Depot and you had a uh, a whole stack of lumber and you were working on a project, yeah. it's the equivalent of me being like, hey, let me know if you, yeah, if you need a hand, just uh, give me a call. Yeah, and then I call like an hour later. Right, like, but you call and you're indignant like, what? Where are we started an hour ago? You said you'd help. What's the deal? <laughs> Where are you? So yeah, I'm I'm dead asleep. It's like a Thursday night, uh, asleep probably by nine o'clock. At like twelve fifteen, okay. The phone rings. Yeah, pick us up. So of course, your country music just blaring <laughs> in the background, like a glass yeah, shattering. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exa- yeah, save a horse, ride a cowboy is on repeat. <laughs> Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, Steve. Play it again! <laughs> so I get the call, and um, of course I try to do the thing where I act like I'm not asleep. Like, hey, hey, hey what's, what's up? up? Yeah, uh, no, just watching the game. I mean, I, I, I check out uh, Kimmel <laughs> on Thursdays. Yeah, you best know, shows just, a week. Just, uh, just. Just hanging out here, just uh, drinking a beer, obviously. It's like show oh, prep. You, it's like show prep. Oh, you you need a ride? Okay. I drove freaking downtown. Oh. Now, granted, this was when I lived like, it was a six-minute ride to get right. there. So from the time I hung up the phone to the time I picked her up was max 10 minutes. But yeah, that's the Annette that I used to, like, for the first week that we were dating. That was her. And, and then... She realized she had you in your grass. Oh, yeah. Grass. Yeah. She's like, 
this guy is going to put a baby in me someday. So I better, I better tighten up the ship in terms of drinking and <laughs> weekday partying. Yeah. Because, uh, well, I don't want him to have that type of fun down the road. Nope. Now, granted, that's great. Because I'm not, I don't want to do right. that. You're not, in, you're still, to clarify, 38, about to be 39-year-old Steve. Yeah. Just days away. not craving Thursday night line <laughs> dancing until Thursday night, night bar night. No, I would say that the last time I did that was when you were going through your fizzed phase oh. and we were going out on a oh. night, on a weekly basis, usually yeah. every like Thursday night, Friday night, maybe going to a hockey game. Dollar beers, dollar dogs, drinking beers till we puked. <laughs> and went and would stumble on down to the pizza joint at one yeah. in the morning and wait in line and get a couple slices of za. Yep. And uh, and head home none the wiser. Yeah, I... Uh, what a way, sharp I'm turn. Just, I'm just scrolling through looking at our, our polls for the... Did your first car have a bra on it? <laughs> Boy, that is a it's a sharp turn though for Annette to go from that to I'm not going to be awake at ten on a weekend. Mm-hmm, yeah, and also yay, my binoculars are awesome to watch <laughs> the birds. Now, how far away is this birdhouse or this bird feeder, Steve? Uh, the birdhouse is you could probably see it. It's right over. It's on a tree right in front of the shed. I see like it. a brown brown birdhouse. What do we call it? Thirty feet, thirty five feet from here. Yeah. Uh, maybe 50. Maybe 50 yeah. feet. A lot of people would say binoculars are not necessary. <laughs> Look, the binoculars are for looking at the birds in the trees. Remember, I told you there's a nest up there. I'm sorry, of course, and that nest will be there long enough to justify this binocular purchase. I'm fairly confident the nest has already fallen out of the tree because I was walking through the the yard last night and I saw a lot of, like a big, basically pile of straw. Okay. I'm pretty sure that that is it. Did Toby walk in licking his lips? Dude, that dog the last week has just been on a tear. Because in my mind, the nest fell out. Toby got a snack. And now Annette's going to be staring for these poor baby birds <laughs> in the tree, wondering what happened as Toby's belly rumbles. <laughs> they were they were up there yesterday. <laughs> wow, I mean... When is when is Annette's birthday? July. July 29th. That's right around the corner. Mm-hmm. And you talked about how you guys are going all out on gifts again. Yeah. You're you think I get should get her a straw birders some, hat? Something bird related. It's got to be. It's got to be. Yeah. I'm thinking straw hat. Like with those round top ones with the flat brim. Maybe a, a little like Polly Pocket sized notebook that has pictures of she birds in it. She absolutely needs a notebook. She absolutely needs a birder book. Okay. <laughs> a bird book. A bird book. Wait, that... wasn't that a movie? Bird, bird, <laughs> uh, bird book? <laughs> I don't know, but she needs one. Yeah, that'll fit in her. Uh, she needs to now start wearing men's Hawaiian button-down shirts. <laughs> I'm sure she'll be thrilled about uh, the, the the decor or the, uh, the the fashion that she now has to yeah, take well, on. Yeah, well, it's the birder costume, Steve. She doesn't have a choice, and it has to have a pocket, obviously, over the over the left uh, left chest. Yeah, and she needs to be able to fit the bird book in that pocket. Because she needs to get it out really quickly oh, for when she sees a new species. Yeah, and she has to take out a little tiny pencil, tap it on her tongue, and say, ooh, haven't seen that one before. Every time. <laughs> and then start... Like, so she has to go... 
haven't seen that one before, as she scribbles it down. All right, I'm searching right now for a pocket bird book. <laughs> There's no question it exists. This is probably... Absolutely. It has to. There it is. The Sibley Field Guide to Birds of Eastern North America. Look, if you want to... edition. I mean, since this was your idea... Right. You Feel free to order that now and hold on to it for the next couple of months. Month? Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Then out, I found a better one. The National Geographic Pocket Guide to the Birds <laughs> of North America. That is uh, adding to that to the cart. Of course, uh, since there are a lot of birds, you have to have big pants with massive pockets. Oh, yeah. Well, no, she just needs cargo pants. Cargos, yeah. Cargo pants, that, but car- but for her, cargo capris, because <laughs> she's obviously going to be you know in boggy and swampy areas investigating new but, bird species, and you don't want to get the bottom of your pant leg wet. But since typically they don't make female cargo capris that Steve. are with big pockets... She'll just have to get men's cargo shorts, which will probably be way too yeah, long. Yeah, and just have them be, you know, a large yeah. or an extra large. Maybe some Jinkos. And then, yeah. And she can strap, put all her birding materials in their cargo pockets. <laughs> all right, Steve, that is, uh, that's on order. Nice. That is a birthday She's, gift. She is going to be excited. From me to your wife, uh, I can't wait. So now that means you need to get now the rest of the costume for her, which again, is, I, I'd say start at the straw hat. Uh, so because, of course, the sun can't get in her eyes while she's birding. Right. Yeah. yeah. And that she would... obviously doesn't want to catch any sunburn on her head. So that is uh, these are both essential purchases for her in her <laughs> new birding lifestyle. By the way, I just replied to your, uh, your your message that you sent me. Okay, yeah, I just need... Uh, I'm assuming you just needed an email address. Yep, yep. I love her username, by the way. Okay, we're going to get this locked up for her. Uh, and she'll Is this, have her this very... doesn't cost anything, does it? Oh, Steve, if people paid for this, it would be the most outlandish thing well, ever. What we're talking about is her subscription to the, what, the bird club? The birding community. Uh, she's about to be an official member of the same form, so she can then log her uh, her birding expertise and her birding experiences, and maybe you know get some new locations because a lot of people mm-hmm. on the you know you log where you are and uh, what you've seen that visit. Let me make sure that email lines up there. Yep, yep, okay, and she should she should have probably a confirmation email. <laughs> She's probably sitting on the couch, maybe testing out her new binoculars and that little roller bar. In the do you middle. think? Do you call them binocs? I call like, them binocs. I like don't have time for binoculars. Like if you're a, if, I mean, if you're a birder, you call them binocs. I feel like you call them your eyes. Maybe some knocks. <laughs> I um. Well, this might be a poll. This might be a poll, but we need to narrow it down to two options. I think it's either uh, binocs or their eyes. You're yeah. like, oh, eyes up, eyes. <laughs> We need birders to check in. We need a birder. We still need a court stenographer. <laughs> uh, Although I guess I didn't check the comments uh, thoroughly to see if a stenographer. I don't think we check. we didn't post an no. actual open ended question saying, mm-hmm. "Do we know a court stenographer? Is there a right?" Court but you stenographer think that if there was one out there listening, that they would right. have they would okay. have checked in. So that is on the poll as well. What do birders call binoculars? <laughs> and again, your two options are binocs. And their eyes. <laughs> and again, that's a call when you're in the birding community. Is that B-I-N-O-C-S? B-I-N-O-C-S. Uh, again, right. when you're in the birding community, 
that means your group would either say when they catch a bird or a new species, it'd either be Binox or <laughs> Eyes Up. And in unison, this group of people would come up with binoculars pressed to their faces to all the local tree lines. Yeah. Oh, beautiful. That is posted. Uh, now, I don't know where we're at on time. Oh, oh we're boy. at 52 already. I wanted to quickly talk about because I've talked about it for two weeks, Steve. Uh, I want to get to my quarantine activity, and I actually have a few, so I'm mm-hmm. only going to get to one today. Uh, we talked this about is something that you've recently taken up. Just re- like literally, when I mentioned it to you in that email uh, two or three weeks ago, that is when I began it. Okay, and I'll 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 talk about that today quickly because you said it was a month ago now that you were trying to entice me to look at your uh, bolts and. Organization oh, yeah. of knickknacks. Yeah, my nuts and bolts organization. Yep, that, that was early quarantine, Steve. Late quarantine, Steve has just been yard work and yep. power washing the driveway, just doing actually productive things. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't struck by that, but there's a project I'd been thinking about for a while. Oh boy, that I wanted to figure out the best way to do it. So I looked into doing it. I was lo- reading online. And I couldn't find a free source to do it. So this is something, Steve, that I'm paying to do. Hmm. Okay? Something around the house. What I started two weeks ago, and still going on, because I only do it typically if if I'm home, Katie's working and Reed's having a nap. Mm-hmm. That's when I'll do it. Or so if limited I'm, time. Yep. Steve, I am cataloging oh boy. A to Z. My entire comic book collection. That takes, the, uh, okay. So Steve, you, it's hours. It's hours. So, you, what do you have to pay for? It's literally a database. So I can do it one of two ways. Oh, when so I you're do this. you're, so you're not just putting them in order from A to Z. Those are that's been done. I, I listen. I don't allow my comic book collection to be out of order. You go order A to Z, like title, like Superman. Superman 1, Superman 2, okay. you know, and then any, like, if it's a Superman miniseries, it would be after Superman, mm-hmm. the main story. So, I'm paying for this app, and now I, so I have to take... How much is this app? It's it's not much. It's like $1.50 a month. Okay. And it's paying for, essentially, them to store my entire collection, like, what I have. So, if I'm looking to buy a new comic book, and I think I've talked about this, I'm a comic book collector... Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, start collecting older books five or six years ago now. So I can either pull the book out of the box and they have a barcode scanner mm-hmm. and that, and then you just click add to collection. You can do that 30 books, add 30 to your collection or like, Hey, this is, you know, Superman, Superman one check box. So as I'm scrolling through my box with my fingers, I'll say, Hey, Superman one, two, three, four, five, 10, 11, 13, mm-hmm. whatever. But with new books, they have different covers. So I have to pull every book out and be like, well, I have cover A for number three. Okay. So it takes a little while. So, Steve, where I'm at, I have numbered boxes. I have 11. So one through 11. And then I have two boxes of books that I either, that I haven't read and that are like loose comics that don't really fit into the collection that I just have that I was, right. I'm going to sell for like a dollar a piece and just get rid of them. So is that the whole goal of this is... So when when you put them all into this database, yeah. it now makes it easier if you want to buy, sell, trade. Right, I know. What so I you need. can just say you can just look at it. 
all on your screen instead yep. of having to dig through your boxes. Yep, and I and I so I know what I need. I know what I have because I'm you know if I'm looking to complete you know runs or storylines of it, like hey, I need you know number three hundred and thirty five of this book. Mm-hmm. So I am. I did the two loose boxes, right? Yeah. And I am three boxes into the numbered eleven. Mm-hmm. Do you have any guesses on where I stand? Total number total of total number of comics through, through about five ish boxes right now. I mean, I I have no idea how big these boxes right, are. Right, right now, that's fair. Uh, you five boxes in. Okay, we'll say five hundred. There are hundred comics in a box. Is that about? Steve, I am through these five-ish boxes. I have two hundred and seventy series collected. Two hundred seventy series. So different, different comics. Like Superman, Batman, yep. Spider-Man. Yep. I have two hundred seventy. I have one thousand one hundred and forty-four <laughs> comics through these boxes oh, so far. Gross. And I have eight to go. And you're enjoying it. I love it. You know something? It. That appeals to me in a in an organizational OCD kind oh, of way. Man. I'm so excited to be able to look at this app and be able to say, "Oh, I don't have that. I'd like to compl- I'd like to complete this. Click. What do I need? Go down the list. Or- and then does it match you up with people that are selling that? No, no, okay. it's not that. It's not, I mean, it's a tough a month steve it's <laughs> so it's basically just it it's a database it's not a connecting you to other people correct yeah but i can then open like individual issues and i can personalize it so say i send it off to a company to be sealed in a mm-hmm. in a plastic case and graded i can say hey it's graded or it's signed or it's this or it's that and then it updates an estimated value for it okay so i do have some of those books on here that i have like estimated. have you done value. that have you paid to get stuff oh yeah really Oh yeah. What is your most valuable? Can you just go in your database and check that out? Well, I have the the book I know is the most valuable is it's and it's Amazing Spider-Man number one, not from nineteen sixty three or whatever. Right. It's from two thousand fourteen. It's the first comic book I bought when I collected. This isn't the copy I bought. I bought this at a later date, and it's signed. It's graded, so that's what they call it when you ship it off. Mm-hmm. It's graded, and it's the highest grade you can realistically get, which is a 9.8 on a 10-point scale. And it's signed four times. One by Stan Lee, one by the writer of the book, one by the inker of the book, and one by the penciler of the book, mm-hmm. whatever. And sealed, 9.8 graded, verified signatures. That's probably probably five to $600. Nice. In that book. And what is the process? How much does it cost to get it graded and sealed? So like a new book, if I want to send the grading process, is $18. Oh, okay. But most of the money is they charge you $24 to ship it back to you <laughs> per book. Because it has to be FedEx and it has to be insured okay. and it has to be yeah, that makes signature sense, upon delivery. It's a racket in mm-hmm. that regard. Uh, and it costs... There's nobody probably, locally that would... That you could take it to to do that? No, because you'd still have to pay to have it shipped back. Okay. Because me shipping it to them is $8. Wait, there's no one that just... like No, this n- company's based out of Texas. So it's one company there's that two, does... There's, there's two large companies that do it. That are recognized. One's in Texas. One, I think, is in Florida. But either way, you have to ship it to them or drop it off to them at a 
like a comic convention or at a show. Yeah. But you still have to pay to have it shipped back to you. Yeah. So unless okay. you live near a facility, yeah. they're paying you have to pay them to ship it back to you. So like thirty one of the fifty dollars to get a books graded are shipping. So you got so roughly yeah, forty, forty, fifty bucks to get yep. it graded. Yep. And sealed. But it increases the value because it's verified. And, like if you're gonna but sell it. What did if you don't mind asking and if you don't want to review Oh no, that's fine. Like what did you pay for it? So I got it on trade. Okay. So I traded a book in value probably $100. So basically you have 100 bucks into it. Yeah. Or 100, 150 bucks with the grading. I didn't pay for the grading, though. It was done. I bought that book oh. graded. I got lucky. Listen, I, got, I bought it before Stanley passed. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not like it's a hot collector. It's not an old issue. I wanted a Stanley signature before he was going to pass away. He was in his 90s. So I knew it. I mean, he didn't have that long left. I wanted to get a signature before he passed because when he when he passed away, oh, that stuff's more valuable now, right? And I so, wanted one just as a comic book fan, as a comic book collector, I wanted a Stan Lee signature for myself before it was unattainable price-wise. So what's the ultimate goal then? Do you just keep them? You, you sit on them forever? Yeah, I'm not getting rid of them. Never going to sell. What That's if, a book for me. I'll probably, There's a couple of books in my that I would never get rid of. But what if you find out, one day you find out, like you forget about it. It's yeah. sitting in your... In your closet, and it's, you know, 20 years go by. Sure. Reed is in college, and you guys are moving out of the house, yep. moving into a condo. You're going through it, and you say, oh, my God, I totally forgot that I had this. You look it up, and you find out it's worth 30 grand. Yep. Keeping it? Keeping it. 100 grand. I'll throw it in the will. I'm keeping it. Really? I, I would I, sell that thing at so that fast. Point, if I'm in my 50s or 60s, I'm I'm Okay. Like if I'm dying for money, yeah, yeah. What if you're almost dead? You selling your no. your, your coloring almost, book? If I'm almost, <laughs> that's basically what it is. It's a book that uh-huh. somebody colored a bunch of pictures on. Uh-huh. Oh look, oh, oh, Peter Parker fell off a building. Quick, rescue him, Spider Man. Again, I don't know if your situation applies here. Where quote, if I'm almost dead. Why I would then sell it. I don't know what I'm going to do with this. Oh, you're going to get the money to keep you alive. Oh, so this is going to be life-saving money. <laughs> yeah. I mean. Like you need the, the big surgery. Sure. In this absurd asinine scenario where I need $30,000 to live. Yeah. I think the You'll comic books would be books. On, the, on the chopping block. Yeah. Uh, my rough estimate, though, in, the, in my basement right now, I, I probably have probably close to $10,000. Okay, say uh, 18 years from now, 17 mm-hmm. years from now, mm-hmm. Reed has a wish mm-hmm. to go to the Culinary Institute of America. Sure. And the only way that he can go yeah. is if dad sells his coloring books. Mm-hmm. You doing it? I should have saved your money, dummy. Okay. Why does the owner have to fall on me to pay for your crappy education? Looks like uh, Reed's not going to the Culinary Institute of America. Go learn on Instead, the line. Go learn on the fry line at looks, McDonald's, dummy. Looks like Reed's going to the school of hard knocks because that's all dad will pay for. No, listen, I, I've had an agreement with, uh, we've talked about it, my wife and I, I he wants to go to college. He'll have, I'm not fronting his four-year college education oh hell no i don't I, have the money to do that i'm not going to have the money to do that did you uh, seeing as the did value, you open like the five no waste the money 
I, you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> Planning for the future, according to Kyle, is a waste of money. Well, my what I'm saying is I think that <laughs> the four-year college degree... Hey, be- Dad! I want to go to school to be a mathematician. Can you help me? No, son. Should have planned for that when you were born. Hit the hit the student loan line just like old daddy. I think listen, I think the 529 is I'm not going to say a waste, but there's so many other options to save money and the, reading about the 529 because we watch a lot of PBS kids in mm-hmm. our house and they have those advertisements on a lot for 529s. You can only use it for a four-year or for a college education and related materials. So unless he's buying textbooks well, you or can, using it for tuition or room you or You can board. use it for, because we, we had the same discussion with our uh, financial advisor. Yeah. You can, if there's any type of furthering of education, like tech school, right. anything like that, it can be used for. And if they end up not using it, it can be withdrawn, but then you're paying the tax on it. No thanks. But it's either you pay the taxes on it at the beginning or the end. Like, either way, you're paying taxes on it. Uh, keep old Uncle Sam's dirty little paws on the outside <laughs> of that. No, I just... I, well, the we way that you're about, doing I, it, Uncle Sam's getting his dirty little mitts on it earlier. No, I think we're just putting it into, like, a, a separate savings account. Well... Money for him. Sorry, Reed. Looks like, uh... Looks like you're going to be digging ditches your whole life. Yeah, I am not encouraging him to go to college. I'll wait. I've said so many times, like, man, I hope that Evelyn is a talented violinist. Yeah. um, A talented anything. I hope she wants to be a plumber uh, so she can go to to a a trade school for for a year. Because she'll go to trade school for a year. She'll be out. She'll be making good money. And uh, she has a great career trajectory. There's always going to be a need for, for like millions of jobs. There's always going to yeah. be a need for absolutely construction, welding. Uh, you know, being an idiot, doing whatever. Like mm-hmm. there's just there's always a need for it. Yeah, and it's yeah. I, I wish that I had been told that too, because I don't feel like I was told that when I was in school. No, it, it was. was Look, you are prepping for college. Yep. That is what the goal Constantly. is. Constantly. If you don't go to college, like, well, I guess you don't have to go. But never, like, it was never pitched to me, like, you don't need to go to college. No. Like, why would I do that? And I remember now, I remember there was one kid uh, who I was friends with, friends with that I worked with for a little while. And he was a year below me. And he graduated. And I remember saying, like, so what are you going to do this year? Or what are you going to do next year? Are you going to college? And he was like, hell no, I'm not going to college. Like I already got a job lined up with some company that he was like doing repair work for, like repairing their vehicles or something. Okay. He's like, I'm going to be making like 60 grand a year out of right out of high school. And I like, my mind was blown. I was like, yeah, but you, you got to go to college, man. And he's like, why? What do I have to go to college for? I don't want to go to college. I'm not going to be any good at college. Yeah. I don't I don't have any idea what he's doing now, but I'm sure that he it's, probably is doing just well, fine. He didn't have debt after he went to college. Yeah. Yeah. He wasn't it's, paying off student loans until he was 35. Yeah. 35. That's funny. I'll see you at age 48. 
got, I think, 15 or 16 years left on mine. So you're really banking on the fact that Reed pays off your student loans. No, he's just going to have them when I die. Cause they <laughs> At don't, 40. Because they don't go away, right? Those, no, those no. pass on down? I don't think they do. Yep, sorry, buddy. Yeah. Those are all yours after Dad yep. kicks the five-galloner. <laughs> so, um... Are we gonna? We have a couple of things that we have to get to. Right? Well, we've got to get to one thing. The others can always be pushed and, and utilized in following uh, in f- upcoming weeks. Uh, but we've got to get to Steve, the Kenny Rogers factoid of the week. It's time for Kenny Rogers fact of the week. You've got to know when to hold up. Fact of the week. Know when to fold them. <laughs> That's right, Steve. Every I believe it's week, your week, right? Every week until the crooner himself, the legendary crooner Kenny Rogers, back with us. We'll be giving you a fact of the week for Kenny Rogers this week, Steve. Back in 2011, mm, just nine years ago, Kenny Rogers the released an album. Okay? Okay. Not just any album. For the first time in his career, Kenny Rogers released an inspirational gospel really? album. Called the Love of God. Okay. That album, Steve, was available exclusively at Cracker Barrel locations nationwide. <laughs> so he had the elusive Cracker Barrel distribution method. Yes, he did. Which to people that go to Cracker Barrel on a regular basis, he probably did pretty well. There's. Do you have was, any numbers for me on? No. You know what? Let me pull up. Uh, Again, this is for the love of God by the roaster. sales numbers and see how many albums I sell. Because this happened more recently or around that same time with, uh, was it the Eagles? Did Walmart only or was ACDC? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Did, like, I, I, I know a bunch of artists only. have done. and But Cracker Barrel. I mean, Wal- Walmart. contract. Walmart or Best Buy or something. I can see exclusivity deals for those places. Right. But Cracker Barrel. Steve, it was so successful, it doesn't even have a Wikipedia page. <laughs> okay. The album itself doesn't? Nope. All right. Well, uh... That was the... Kenny Rogers. Fact of the week. You've got to know when to hold up. Fact of the week. Know when to fold them. <laughs> Maybe uh, Cracker Barrel's not quite... What is the music? What did they used to call it? Like the, When you'd sell a CD, it was uh, not Scantron, but like they'd have those Oh, numbers. yeah, like um, like Media Base or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, so Kenny Rogers, the love of God. Well, maybe that'll be the fact for next week. I'll, dig to, I'll get to the bottom of that and try and figure out how many albums were sold. Yeah, March uh, 2011, and yep, there is zero update <laughs> on how that thing sold at Cracker Barrels okay. nationwide. Hmm. Ones of albums, I'm sure. Now, a quick note: we do have to uh, we have to acknowledge that Zach sent in an intro for in the Zach. Yes, when we're talking now, there look, there is some scuttlebutt going on in the Zach. Many things have happened since last week. I don't think we have enough time to get to it this week, though. So we're going to have to hold off on In the Zack, the official first episode of In the Zack, until next week. Uh, do you have a gripe of the week this week? Steve, I have a laundry list of gripes of the week. but again, well, Maybe we'll save that till next week. <laughs> we just, 
we we run amok. We do with other uh, tomfoolery, mm-hmm. and that's our curse. Do you want to get to poll results real quick? Oh boy, yeah, we should do that because uh, we have we nine had, nine different polls. We had week. way too many last week, and we need to get to those. So let me uh, quickly scroll back, Steve, to the start, and we can recap those. My God, there were so many of them. Nine, nine or ten. Just uh, celebrities get massages. <laughs> Again, a laundry list that we uh, went through last week. Last week, Steve, we started off with, are people who listen to records dumb? Yeah. We both agree, yes, because uh, oh, it's the way that you know, <laughs> intend you to hear. No, it's not. Uh, not even close. Steve, you and I, we're dealing with a group of idiots. <laughs> Group of dumb people. 58% of the audience said no. People who listen to records are not dumb. Okay. And uh, we had Dan Scheich and Ben Jacob on Facebook. Dan Scheich, the music man. Yeah, I, I would expect he would probably say yes. That Agrees with us, Steve. Really? Yeah. It's lower quality than the, than the source it came from. There's more more noise, less dynamic range, and they wear out. Yeah, what does he know? Wait, he agrees with us. Never mind. Why? I mean, if you're going to disagree with the music man himself, Dan Shike, <laughs> you're, you're you're fighting the mm-hmm. wrong source here. Yeah. Do you know what a duster not cleaning is? This was in reference to the Undertaker's jacket. Yeah. 75% of the audience, Steve, said yes, they do know what a duster the jacket is. is turning... Well, they just know what a duster... Like, it could be... That's a good point. A Plymouth duster. A Plymouth duster. <laughs> Is turning the hat backward on your ride an official passing of the scoot torch? <laughs> well, that's a word soup right that there. That is a word soup, Steve. 69% of the audience said yes, that is the mm-hmm. official passing of the torch, which is what happened when the three lip piercing yep. man drove off into the sunset with your scoot. Is cucumber water a waste to both cucumbers and water? <laughs> Seventy-eight percent of the audience said yes. Will Kyle be a changed man after his anniversary gift to his wife? Sixty percent of the audience said no. No, no. I, I think that you'll enjoy it, but I don't think you'll ever change. Who gets massages fully naked? <laughs> Your options, Steve, were celebrities and dumb people. Yeah. of the audience said dumb people. (laughs) Love it. Are the only people who agree with Steve on polls. Sheep, dumb people, and D-heads. This is going to be hurtful. To one of us. 56% of the audience said no. Oh! Yeah, like we said. A lot of sheep, dumb people, and D-heads in the audience. (laughs) You and I were talking about that off air. Right. Right before we crack the mics. Yep. <laughs> Everyone listening is an idiot. Are you always here for an update on the Zach? Yeah. Now, I don't know what our record is. It feels like we should have uh, kept tabs on these. But this right here, 93% of the audience Whoa. said yes. They are always here for an update on the Zach. Good. Are the only things that have happened on the Zach since... Steve moved in, been people moving out, and death. 
87% of the audience, Steve, said yes. Oh, no. Come on. That is so... Those numbers, they're not accurate. Steve, you're hoping for a 2020 rebound in terms of death and moving (laughs) here on the Zach. Oh, boy. Did we want to... uh, You know, we don't have time for an update on the Zach, but considering that kind of was a little... We were in the the Zach. We were in the Zach... Know where it's time to go. In a cul-de-sac, a little up the road, there's a guy named Steve who you may or may not know. His neighbors knew him from his side gig show. When Steve moved in, away they all the go. The birders, the widow, and the volleyball player. The silent neighbors in the secret layer. Just wave your hand, just wave your hand. Got a folding card table and two microphones. <laughs> Got two dead neighbors, the others moved away. <laughs> Got a folding card table and two microphones. Two dead and the others moved away. I haven't heard that. Oh. I promise you, Steve. I said that Zach oh sent that in. And I said, I listened to 15 seconds, which was the the beat, and then him start to oh my God. start to make the lyrics. Oh, my God. Incredible. Got too dead. <laughs> the others moved away. I think we need to listen to it all again. In a cul-de-sac, a little up the road, there's a guy named Steve, who you may or may not know. His neighbors knew him from his side gig show. When Steve moved in, away they all the go. The birders, the widow, and the volleyball player. The silent neighbors in the secret lair. Just wave your hand, just wave your hand. Got a folding card table and two microphones. Got two dead neighbors, the others moved away. <laughs> Got a folding card table and two microphones. Brilliant, Zach. Absolutely brilliant. You're the official uh, uh, intro writer. You will get credit on that. <sighs> uh, we'll actually have to put that in the in the notes. In right? the notes yeah. field. Wow. In the Zach as performed by Zach Ruddock. That is absolutely tremendous. Thank you so much. Always appreciate the creativity uh, and help that we get from our listeners. That is, boy, oh boy, that legitimate—that was a belly laugh yeah. over here. That is fantastic. That's the perfect way to put a bow on this week's episode. Oh boy! So next week we will get to—we um, have to save some time for your gripe of the week, also your other new quarantine activity. Yeah. Um, I will want an update on, wait, did we get an update on Katie's reaction to the, was she, I don't feel like we ever talked. I mean, she was excited about the anniversary gift. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She was excited. And like her first question was, Ooh, you're going to do that with me. (laughs) So yeah, she is uh, of the same. In case you think I'm playing some character here. I am not. That is, uh, I have legitimately. Uh, not dreading it because that's not fair. I bought it. Yeah, I am not. You're gonna like. I'm more it. nervous about it. You'll like it. By the way, uh, Annette and I were talking last week. If we were to invite you guys over for socially distanced, sure, driveway drinks, 
Would you partake? Yeah, what else we got to do? All right. Beautiful. I mean, Reed will either have to go away or Reed will have to run in your driveway. Those are your two options. That's fine. Oh, we got a dog tie out in the front yard. Oh, nice. Strap him around his waist. Clip him to that. Yep. Perfect. Good to go. All right. We will talk to you next week. Lots of new web polls. Facebook, Twitter, and now Instagram because we figured out a way to put them in our stories. I'll probably I'll probably wait a day or so. Yeah, you'll see them. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Stephen Kyle. Be sure you're following us so you can take all those polls. Hashtag Hot Take Summer. It's here. Oh, it is here. Yeah, it's Memorial Day. Memorial Day weekend. Hashtag Hot Take Summer. It's here. Stay tuned to Twitter. Maybe. You coming back? Nah, I'm not good. Okay. Hot Take Summer is canceled. See ya. Maybe be back. No, it won't. Mm-hmm.